On today's episode of Shooting the Breeze, it's July 5th, so we're taking a look back at the month of June and talk about our lack of rainfall and how we've got drought developing across central Illinois. We're hoping things get better, so let's sit back, relax, and let's shoot the breeze with your local weather authority. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and if you're listening to us in the middle of the night for God knows why, hello. It's because they want to watch my show. Your show? The morning show? Man, you got to get up early for that one. Hi. Hi, that's meteorologist Molly Naslin. (laughs) Hello. Meteorologist Adam Sherwinski to my left. Guten Tag, good morning. Try to do it in a different language, you know, why not? Mix it up a little bit. Mix it up a little bit. I sure, always, why not? I always try to find different ways to say hello. Hi there. I say hello like, sup. Sup. Well, hello. You know, you know, yeah. Hi. How are you? See, the way that I would have done it, I can't do because I'll peek the mics. Oh. Scream. <laughs> well, don't we all do that? <laughs> don't we all? Hey, I'm your local weather authority, uh, Chief Meteorologist Chris Yates. That is now officially my name, by the way. Your local weather authority is my first name. Oh, okay. Chief Meteorologist is, is, your my, middle? is my middle, and, and then Chris then... Yates is my last. Okay. okay. It's now official. At least that's what it seems like every time I'm walking down the street. So are you like, uh, <laughs> are you like going to put that on all your documentation, doing your taxes? Well, I would. Like, I was maybe my business cards, but it's like, you know, they charge you per letter, so it's like, yeah. That's Chief Meteorologist, Chief Meteorologist Chris Yates. <laughs> yeah, right. Ugh. It's Chief Meteorologist Chris Yates. Yeah, I'm good. Just call me Chris. Uh, how you guys doing? It's been a while since we've been in the it same has, room for been, this. Yeah. I've been cheating, doing it from home. Uh, well, uh, we Kinda get a nice. podcast in that way, but we don't actually get to, like, hang out with each yeah. other. Yeah, we don't hang out very often. It's not that we don't like each other. It's just schedules are all over the place. One of us is always working. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> so it's, it's not much of an option for the whole team to say, hey, let's go out on a Friday night. Right. Unless we go after Chris is off work. But then, you know, yeah. But then I've got kids, and that's just not a thing yeah. as you get older. I like to go to bed early because, you know, you got to get your eight hours. So you can go to the gym and get big and strong. You know? I like to get my eight hours because yeah, I but you, work so early. <laughs> but your eight hours start at, like, what, 5 p.m.? <laughs> Hey, hey! I didn't when the come, sun is still up, I didn't come here to be attacked like this. Wow, we just this show is just us roasting each other already, and that's not even the main topic of the See, show that's, today. That's what happens when we get together. They yeah. knew right. that though. Well, before we get into the meat and potatoes of our podcast, let's check out what happened on this day in history. History. Ooh, meat and potatoes. That sounds really good, actually. Mm-hmm. Now you get me hungry. I haven't <laughs> had lunch yet. Here, come on, guys. All right, let's get into it. Let's start with July fourth. 1969, the Ohio fireworks derecho impacted Michigan, Pennsylvania, Ohio, New York, and West Virginia. The line produced wind gusts up to 100 miles per hour in northern Ohio and spawned several tornadoes. At least 40 people, many being boaters on Lake Erie, were killed and dozens more were injured. Another derecho. July 4th, 1977, another potent derecho struck the upper Midwest and Great Lakes region. The MCS, which traveled from Minnesota to northwest Ohio over 15 hours, produced measured wind gusts up to 115 miles per hour. 
close to 2 million acres of forest in Wisconsin and Minnesota were flattened. July 4th, 1776. Yeah, America's birthday. Thomas Jefferson noted his observations of the day's weather in Philadelphia at 1 p.m. The temperature in the city was 76 degrees. Not even the founding of America could stop Thomas Jefferson from recording in his weather journal. So Thomas Jefferson, one of the many people that were influential in uh, early American weather, him and along with uh, Benjamin Franklin as well. And July 3rd, 2019. I'm probably going to butcher this, but bear with me. An EF4 struck the city of... Kaiwan in Liaoning Province, China. Yeah, that's hard to say for me, but hey, it just shows that there's tornadoes all over the globe. The tornado killed six and injured 190 others. The worst damage was seen at a concrete cafeteria building that was flattened. Many other residential and industrial structures were also devastated. Again, this is coming from This Day in Weather History on Facebook. Go give them a follow. And one final one, because this is a spot that could use the water, just not this much. July 3rd, 1975, up to three inches of rain caused flash flooding throughout Las Vegas, Nevada. Major damage occurred at Caesars Palace, where approximately 700 cars were damaged or destroyed. Over $4 million in 1975 money in damage were left behind and two people were killed so a place that now needs the water at 1975 had too much of it too so. much water yeah. go figure try to throw we some need of the, water. the interna- international ones out there but man i have a hard time pro- uh, pronouncing it so again this day in weather history on facebook go follow them they've got a lot of good content for every content for every single day yeah Good. we need water we do it has gotten awfully dry uh, it's actually been dry since april it's hard to believe that uh, I mean, we had, you remember April where it just seemed like it wouldn't stop raining? It like, I mean, we had rain, I want to say 22 out of, well, anyway, it rained almost every day. The thing was, it just didn't rain much. <laughs> it was just kind of gray and cold and, and not spring yet. Not spring. And then it, you know, but it wasn't enough water. And now we're kind of, it's coming around to bite us in the butt here. Uh, but, yeah, throughout, uh, you know, the last couple months have been dry. We've got drought that has uh, developed across east-central Illinois. It is especially bad out near Champaign-Urbana. Uh, they have picked up some rain recently. Now, here's the thing, though. As good as some of this rain has been, getting two to four inches of rain in one setting like that does very little to actually offset your drought. Because where is all of that water going to go? Because it's not going to go on the ground. Nope, it's going to be running off. And then there's usually storm damage that goes along with that. You know, the crops start getting flattened due to winds and, and so on and so on. But uh, so, yeah, um, latest drought monitor has abnormally dry conditions, which is basically low-end drought. It's the, one of the, low, it's the lower drought category, basically east of the Illinois River. And then up and across northern Illinois, but uh, moderate drought is across central, east central parts of the state. And it, that's probably going to persist for a while. So, I mean, even if we were to get more, I mean, look, the area uh, this week as we're recording this, we're in a pattern where we're basically going to have storm chances every single day. Um, and that, you know, all the rain's welcomed. There's going to be, with those storm chances, chances for some severe weather. Uh, but it's not going to be enough rain because it all comes too fast. Uh, for it to really offset the the drought. And it's been a while. I mean, look, it's nowhere near the drought of 2012, which was really, really bad uh, for this part of the, of the country. Uh, so, you know, it this too will pass. 
And right now, they're the outlook says it's 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 short term drought. Now that you know, could be six months before that's corrected. But you know, hopefully, we're just getting enough for the farmers to stay. Right. We don't want to lose a bunch of crop this year due to drought, which I, I don't think is going to happen. But still frustrating. Hey, the corn still looks good right now. It is looking good. It's growing good. Beans uh, too. And there was a lot of concern earlier in the year because you know we had all those days where it was raining. It didn't rain much, and it was cold. And the farmers just couldn't get out in their field and actually work. Mm-hmm. And now it's, it dried, and it just kind of stayed dry. <laughs> Yay, dry fields. No, two months later. Two, two months. Oh. No. Yeah. When, when I talk to farmers, they want the dry weather in the spring and the rain in the, the, the summer, summer where yeah. we always get the opposite. It feels like we get all, yeah. all the rain in the spring and then dry in the summer. Well, summer is always – it's just splotchy. Yeah. You know, it kind of yeah. falls in pockets. It, it's not you – know, those light, widespread rain events that everybody loves, they – they just don't happen this time of year. It, your precip is very convective-driven. As it warms up, that's the kind of you know, setup you get. And so it means it's going to fall in one county and not the other. And even then, it's only a portion of the county. Mm-hmm. But eventually, it all comes through. Eventually, it, you know, it eventually falls everywhere. You just don't get it when you want it. Yeah. But let's take a look now. Uh, Adam wrote this uh, little web article uh, about our June stats for 2022. Are you going to listen to that yet? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> All right, so um, we still picked up. Now, from where I'm from, this is still, in my head, a lot of rain, but it is still below average for us. Uh, back west, Peoria had somewhere between uh, two and a half to three inches of rainfall. Some areas just north of town, so Stark, Marshall counties, uh, picked up anywhere from three to five inches of rain. Still said, while that seems like a lot, it's still below average for most of us. Uh, Eastern Illinois struggled to get to an inch in some parts. So bone dry out near Champaign. And the deficits really um, across our local area were on average probably one to two inches below average. Um, but more like three to four inches below average out near Champaign. I like the pockets there in Springfield and up uh, north of <laughs> us. Like, there's little pockets of like above average, and then the rest is just pretty dry. And I believe all those came in one day events. Yes, where they had one to two moving, day events. Yeah, slow moving thunderstorms that just kind of parked themselves. Yeah, that's. What, I mean, that's when you read that they're like, yeah, we had like two days of above two inches of rain, and that was it. Yep, Galesburg is one of them, and then up there in Stark, Marshall, Putnam, Bureau County. Uh, but otherwise, it's been pretty dry across the state. I mean, so it's no surprise we're going to see. Uh, drought conditions worsen. We do just need a good long duration rain event. But if we're getting that this time of year, it's going to be a long duration heavy rain event, mm-hmm. and we don't. Really I was going to say you you gotta <laughs> you gotta say that real careful, or I mean, else Mother Nature's going to hear us. Yeah. It's MCS season, but MCS season means heavy rain, not just spread out rain only. It's heavy spread out rain, and usually with a lot of wind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those uh, what we had come through. Uh, yesterday we had severe storms, obviously, in Livingston County. I uh, was there for it. <laughs> up through uh, parts of Bureau County as well. Again, two to four inches of rain. Uh, storms started to intensify. Dropped southeast through LaSalle and Livingston counties. Produced uh, wind damage for sure. Maybe some possible tornado damage. We're still waiting on that stuff. Uh, but, it, you know, that's... Those are what we get this time of year, and they're frustrating for well, everybody. I remember driving out of Pontiac because we went had lunch in Pontiac and then went back to Fairbury. So we're driving out of Pontiac, and I could just see the blue, like a bluish mm-hmm. tint, teal tint to the clouds. And I was like, hmm, 
I'm going to bet a dime that that's some hail up in that. Yep. Um, but when we got back to the um, Fairbury, we were just sitting, listening to the storm. Uh, I turned on to your local weather authority uh, to make sure we had updates on uh, the, the crawl. And then um, all of a sudden the power went out. So <laughs> Fairbury, yeah. and as I was driving out, I, that's when I texted you. I was like, Fairbury's, like, I think all of Fairbury is out of the power. So, yeah, there was, um, I mean, there was quite a bit of wind damage up there. Uh, Chautauqua Park in Pontiac is closed until further notice. At least that was the update from last night. I don't know if it's still closed as of this recording, but right. they had some pretty bad damage up there in Pontiac. Uh, they're troopers, though. They get they seem to get some bad stuff every couple of years up there. Um, Temperature-wise, uh, probably not as hot. I mean, we had some very hot weather in June. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, I was actually kind of surprised by this. It wasn't as above average as I thought it was going to be. And, and now we're in this week. When I well, read, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I read through and I was writing this up, uh, I did no- they did notice about the two heat waves that we had. There was only mm-hmm. like a pocket of days where it was really hot. Yep. But other than that, it was just above average mildly. We had a couple of days, though, where we were below average, which I don't – no yep. complaints here. Yep. No, it, you know what? We had some really good nights. Some really, And that's really where it drives your average temperatures. Uh, is really the overnight lows. If those stay above average for a long time, your monthly average temperatures are going to be really up. I think we had, what, eight days in Peoria alone of just, like, above 90 degrees for a high that day? Yeah. And that's that's we a lot. S- we still have yet to hit 100. We haven't hit 100 since 2012 in here. I'm fine with that. That's, now, yeah. that corresponds with drought. There is a correlation there. So if you are abnormally dry, it's going to be a lot easier for your temperatures to get warm. I mean, I, you know, Back when I was working in Cheyenne, we never, I think we hit, I don't even think we ever hit 100. And we averaged mainly uh, maybe four 90-degree days a year in Cheyenne. Now, Cheyenne's at an elevation around 6,000 feet or so. Okay, harder to get there. Uh, But the air's drier, so it's actually in those drier climates. So once you get down to lower elevations, you're in the 90s and triple digits all the time. Out here, I'm like, well, it's always hot. Well, it is, but it's not. it's, It's humid, and that moisture keeps your air temperature from climbing more i was gonna say you don't really see the 100s that often down in places mm-hmm. like the equator but it's always consistently it's always hot and humid yeah because you're in the rainforest so so yeah it i mean we'll get close i think today as we're recording this i i don't know what you forecasted this morning uh, i stuck with 97 okay there was a prediction of 98 but we'll yeah. see how that balances out with the moisture i think so. i had 94 on sunday 96 right around there but i don't remember what i put yeah it looked sunday, it looked 24 when i made my forecast i'm like well that's a bit warmer than i thought it was gonna be last week but the ridge kind of built up mm-hmm. um so you know the only way we really get up there is if we get some good mixing which is uh, where the winds kind of bring in drier air from aloft down to the ground then it allows your surface temperatures to warm up uh, but just kind of a little fun fact there. If it is more, you know, if you're getting more humid type weather, it's going to be harder to actually achieve those higher end temperatures. The uh, upsetting thing today when I did the noon show, 95 degrees at 12 p.m., 73 degree dew point. That's miserable. <laughs> now, you want to, the one time I wanted to say a bad word on air is when I said, when I saw the dew point was around 80. Yeah. Which we will get. Uh, we will get come August because once the corn really starts to go, ugh, that is the worst. That's the, that's for um, the worst. WMBD after dark. Ugh. Corn sweat is a whole. We got to do podcasts just on corn sweat alone. Corn fog. That was one of my favorites. Corn fog, corn sweat. I'm not sure I want to call a, a podcast corn sweat. Corn sweat? Just, just throwing that out there. <laughs> 
maybe corn <laughs> fog is a little better. No, no, it's sticky. When I it's went out gross. to when I lived out in uh, back in Champaign for a couple months working at WCIA as an intern, um, I remember getting up early in the morning and there was one time where it was just the fog was so bad, but not because we had conditions that are super great for fog. It was just that we had zero wind and I was yep. driving through a bunch of cornfields. Yep. And it's also uh, because that moisture coming off the corn as you get into MCS season and you start getting these strong damaging winds. We actually had this with um, the severe storm that came through Peoria a couple Saturdays ago. Um, We had uh, the storm had a shelf cloud, but as it was moving over cornfields just west of Peoria, the cloud came in contact with the ground and looking at it, dead on from the side if you saw it you're like is that a tornado because it's kind of pointy it's got a triangular shape and it's kind of nosing down towards the ground you're like and you know it's getting really windy and i'm not gonna lie when i saw it on our camera i did a double take i'm like well what is that and then when it you know as it gets closer i'm like okay i see what's going on here but it's enough to make anybody even me even the best train meteorologist do at least a double take i think i i think that was the weekend i was out of town and i saw that because I wasn't working, and I went, huh, well, I'm just going to keep scrolling on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's good, it, it, but it'll make you, you know, you still take a look at that. Those are just scud clouds, and the reason they're forming is because it's hitting a pocket of more moist, you know, where the air is quite warm and humid. That cold outflow air is hitting, uh, coming from the storm, hitting the ground, spreading out ahead of it. And it's causing the air to condense into a cloud, which is then being lifted back up into the storm. Yeah, they often look very raggedy. Um, they're not, and if you pay attention to it, there's no rotation. But there's a lot. You'll get a lot of vertical motion because the air is rising. Scud clouds. Yep. Or scary looking clouds. Yep. S- scary looking clouds. SLCs. That's kind of what I call them. But they they will be. You know, it's okay to report them. Just don't report them as a tornado. <laughs> that yeah no don't do that don't do that. But if you're unsure, always take a picture and send it and say what is this, and we will be happy to explain it to you. Yes. Videos are better though. Because then we can actually see if there is any rotation or if it's just a scud. Because <laughs> sometimes they can be hard, you know, from a picture standpoint to see. you got to kind of see it in, in action. So, But uh, other than that, we really haven't had much severe weather. At least uh, most of the state of Illinois, I was looking back at the stats, has seen quite a good deal of it, to, but not in our viewing area. Yeah, there's Again. a very convenient hole over central Illinois. Again, not necessarily a bad thing. No, We're no. We're knocking on wood. This, uh, you know, this is good. Makes my life a little easier. Uh, we could use the rain. So, Mother Nature, the rain is appreciated. Can we get not too much? Rain? But let's avoid anything resembling damaging winds, tornadoes, and hail, please. One, one of my favorite Chris quotes. Uh, I want to say this was like two years ago. We were getting ready to have like a really big, primarily rain event late in the season. And I said, oh, that's that's going to be pretty good to get some rain. And you looked me dead in the eye. You said, you ever seen six inches of rain fall in under an hour? And I was like, I think I need to leave now, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So thankfully, um, we have we are in a rainier pattern, so we'll gladly take it while it's here. Um, well, hopefully the severe weather stuff kind of stays, uh, stays at bay. Um, yeah, you hear that severe weather? You better knock it off. Why are you challenging Mother Nature? Yeah, no right challenge. Now? We'll just ignore Mother Nature altogether. We can bring it. That makes rain. it even worse, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How was your guys' uh, 4th of July? 
I, I was working. Yeah, I was working too. I got lunch. You got lunch up in you nice. were up in Fairbury. Yep, Fair- Fairbury, then then Pontiac, then back to Fairbury. The weekend before, I did go boating. Uh, and Daisy was not a fan of the fireworks that were going off mm, prior yeah. to the actual fireworks event. How long did fireworks go off for you last night? Do you, were you able to get to sleep? Hmm, I didn't even hear them. Oh, good. I live far enough away from the riverfront that I didn't hear them. Well, I mean, I. I don't live too far from you, but still, I heard. I think it was my neighbors just shooting off fireworks. Like, yeah, whatever. yeah, you, you get that. And then, how about you, Chris? Did you have a lot of fireworks throughout the night? No, no. Uh, we, I mean, I had mine until probably one, almost. Close there were some fired. Uh, I mean, I was here at the station, but um, I guess somebody in our neighborhood fires them off in Washington. Yeah. Um, but they did that. It was around 9 o'clock, maybe. Yeah. But I don't, you know, I missed them. But they were, um, I guess they were cool. I mean, after living in Missouri and then living, or Indiana and then living in Missouri, where states where it's like fireworks are hunky-dory, uh, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I did. Used to it. You might find this hard to believe, but this weekend was the first time I ever held a sparkler. What? Yeah. I mean, I grew up in Cal- I grew up in California, and there's not a lot of that stuff. He it's never, not really advised. <laughs> he never got to shoot Roman candles at other people. I've never shot Roman candles. I never did either, but that's because that's that's dangerous. I'm not a dangerous. I, I'm I mean, just, I wouldn't shoot Roman candle at somebody, but I would like to fire one off. We uh, we we used to play with them when I was a kid. But granted, I lived in Indiana, so we always yeah, played with them. Yeah. It's it's like throughout the month of June and July, it's like. All right, what was that going off? Was it Bottle Rocket? Was it an actual firework? What was going off right there? And you have to play that game almost every single night for the whole, most of summer. <laughs> I, the other night, heard it was a Bottle Rocket, apparently, but there was no little sound at the end, just a screech. And I stood there, and I'm like, <laughs> was that a bird? What kind of bird was that? And then I heard it again, and then it had the pop at the end. I was like, Oh, it's fireworks. What was, um, what was your favorite playing as, or what was your favorite as a kid? Like to see, or playing with? I don't know if you played with any, but oh, I definitely, I definitely played with fireworks when I was a kid, especially going to the Ozarks in Missouri, oh, where yeah. there are no laws. <laughs> um, I don't really know the names of fireworks. I, used I to like l- watching them. I used to love the snakes. Where you like the little tablet down, you oh, light them, and they just yeah, yeah, they go yeah. and they go and they go. Sparklers are okay. I was afraid of sparklers because like, I think I had one as a kid. Burned me. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, never again. Then I picked one up as an adult, and I was like, oh, this is nothing. Other other than the smell, I do like smoke bombs just because it's such an intense color. Oh, yeah. Those they are fun. They smell terrible, but really cool colors. Those are fun. Uh, those are I right. have enough, no knowledge of any of this. <laughs> I do remember as a kid going out to Colorado, and my grandfather had some of those little tank firecrackers oh, and, yeah. you'd fire it, and it would fire it would it would move i thought those were kind of cool dad had, dad had but i never was able you know I was, that was too young to actually light anything and touch them and we uh had a bunch of fireworks that we got one time at the we were at the dunes or michigan city i should say and uh we were getting ready to launch some fireworks out there and uh we only like a small group but we put all of them in one spot my cousin lit it and we're like waiting for it like it went all the way to the thing i think we waited for five minutes and we're like yeah, I think these are duds. <laughs> the fuse just went <laughs> went went boop. Yep. All right. Well, hope you guys had enjoyed your fourth. I did. I mean, it was busy in here, but that's okay. Um, how about these? You guys hear about these new supercomputers? Supercomputers. What? Cactus oh. and Dogwood is the uh, new supercomputers for climate and weather forecasting. What? 
think they said they're three we times. We finally upgraded from Windows 95. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth. So no one no. was using, you guys weren't using DOS, MS-DOS? Oh no. my goodness. Oh. That was last year's upgrade. There we go. Yeah. DOS to 95. Yeah, this, this is, I believe, if I read it correctly, I think it's three times the computing power. It's now one of the top 50 uh, computers in the world. So where's that going to be housed at? Where do they have it? That's a good question. I think it's. It might be in D.C. If I'm not. It's in D.C. Okay, I was okay. wondering if it was going to be at like. I I apologize. I should know that. And I don't. Uh, Incar no has some. Uh, I've actually been to one. Of the, I've been to the Incar site in Cheyenne. That's really cool. Um, that one's. Uh, they've got some good stuff going on up there. Um, but this is going to allow them to make some improvements uh, to the. GFS, which is our global, U.S. global model. It's kind of the counterpart to the infamous European. Uh, and look, the GFS, let's all be honest, needs some help. The goofus? The goofus. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's good at certain things. This is a, Now, here's the thing. Every time they upgrade these models, i got to relearn <laughs> what the models are good at now. And the biases and all <laughs> the that. The biases, because I'm like, I, before, because the GFS hadn't been updated in like oh, years, and then they upgraded it a couple years ago. And I'm like, man, now I got to relearn the biases, and because I got really good at ignoring certain things from the old version of the GFS. But anyway, this should help forecasting. Some good news there. Um, hopefully, you know, it's not necessarily a competition between the American models and the GF and the European models. But let's be honest, it's a competition. It's a competition. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every model. I I don't want every. As much as I like models that agree. I don't want them to be output in the same because if everything is just spitting out the same thing, then we're like stuck because then you're you're like okay, it's going to be this solution, and then watch it's going to be like something that's way off the map, way off. Yeah. Something got missed somewhere. Well, you got you got to like the, the you like when they agree, but you like the differences, right. agreement, slight yep. differences, like answer same answer, just slightly ways of different ways of getting to that answer. True. Yeah. Yeah, I just like to see a variety of solutions. And then I like to group them together as to, okay, these are all in the same boat, and then there's old Uncle Larry over here that's, we know Uncle Larry's off his rocker, so we're going to stay right. <laughs> stay close to the family, <laughs> stay with the herd. There's, there's, there is going to be that one time that Uncle Larry is right, but. <laughs> there has, yes, Uncle Larry has been right a few times. Um, anyway, so that's some cool new developments. I know I had a viewer ask me, is this going to help our improve uh, some forecasting abilities and, and i think i think it will in the long run you know we'll be able to do a little bit more more stuff uh, hopefully they improve our data assimilation because that tends to be the problem with most of our models in my opinion is we've got garbage going in so we're getting garbage <laughs> to the extreme <laughs> compacted out, garbage coming out coming out one of my favorite pastimes is watching the GFS and going past 165 hours and seeing how lock cr- it in, how crazy it gets. Lock it in. That's what that's what they do on on the Facebook. You saw it first, 300 hours out. <laughs> lock <laughs> it in. Lock it in. Latest yep. model run, 70 inches of rain. Wait a minute. Uh, we've had uh, hurricane season underway. It's been they're expecting an above average season, um, but it's been pretty. It hasn't been super active. We've had a few storms. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Uh, we had, uh, I think we had Bonnie. Bonnie. And then she crossed, or it crossed, over into the Pacific. And then Colin, I think, developed over land, which I'm kind of con- confused That's about. That's weird. That was a weird one. That's suspicious. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Bonnie is a Category 3 now. 
just doing doing its thing. Just doing its thing. Um, where, where is it in the Pacific? Pacific. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's off the coast. I forgot. Yeah, it's it ain't impacting anybody, which is why, unless it's going to impact the U.S., I tend to just not mm-hmm. do much with it. Um, we had what R? What was the one from the beginning of the year? It started with A. I thought it was R. R. It was an A. I can't remember if it was Arthur or not. Audrey. No, you guys. Hold on a second. Wasn't Adam? I know that. <laughs> well, of course you would know that. Yeah. Right. I suggested a name. Adam started sounding like a pirate. I don't know. Alex. Alex. Oh, well. so next up is Danielle. Alex was, wasn't the one that went from the Pacific. See, I'm not, I don't pay much attention to these because we're not in a hurricane-prone area. So no. it's the only time I ever talk about it is when it becomes a newsworthy thing. We I, get, like, the random remnants yeah. of hurricanes. Yeah, and that's when it'll um, – that's when I start to talk more about it. Keeps it interesting. But, yeah, yeah. no, there's not much – oh, Wow. It is quiet for the next 48 hours. Yep, there's Bonnie just doing its thing. Right off the coast of Mexico. Yep, and Good. going out to sea, and it's going to weaken. Go, Bonnie, go. My Bonnie lies over the ocean. My Bonnie lies over the sea. It's two different people, because my first thought was just keep swimming, just keep that's, swimming. That's Dory. Dory. I think we had a Dory a couple years back, didn't we? Probably. That sounds about right. Anywho. So, yeah, hey, let's hope for the uh, quiet hurricane center. Let's hope that storms don't stall out along the coast and just produce copious amounts of rain. Um, let's hope storms Houston. don't call out. Co- call out what? Call out stall, stall out. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Stall out in central. You know what? You know what? I'm just going to go home. Okay. It's, okay. it's fine. That was funny. I'm going to go home. Okay, bye. (laughs) Next up is Danielle, and we've got Earl Fiona. Ah. Gaston. There's going to be some fun ones. Another Gaston. I remember years ago, everyone made fun of Gaston. Yep, that one's back. That one is going to get some. uh, The memes. The memes. The meme game with Gaston is going to be. You know, hey, I'm all for a good meme game, but just uh, let's hope it doesn't. you know, hopefully it's a storm that means nothing. Then it's even, you know, then it's more fun. Knock on wood. And we got Julia. We got Ian, Julia, Carl, Lisa, Martin, Nicole, Owen, Paula, Richard. With a K. With a K, yeah. yeah. Like, like Sherry. Carl Carl. Uh-huh. Tobias or Tobias. I think it's Tobias. Virginia? Virginia? Virginia. It's not Virginia. It's Virginia. Good. Huh. Okay. Okay. And Walter. No... No, um, it's you know it's kind of a bland name list this year. But Walter, I mean, I'm all for that. It makes it a little easier to uh, to pronounce. Walter is now at a category one. Remember last year we had Henri, which was spelt like Henry. Oh with an yeah. I. yeah, that was fun. I'm like, trust me, it's Henri. What? No, it's Henry. Henri. 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 Yeah, say the accent. Henri. Yeah, that's fun. They gotta mix it up on us every once in a while, but you know, then they gotta take it back to basics. Yeah. And let's hope these names are not retired, so we can yeah. keep them around a while. Like Gaston wasn't retired, that's why it's back. That's mm-hmm. why it's back. Yep. That's good. We want to see less retired names and just keep the list going. Yes, quit retiring names. We still need to be able to use yeah. them. Well, the storms need to a stay within. <laughs> Don't go bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, the uh, Greek alphabet will probably be used at some point again. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta. That's all I got. Yeah, that's about where I'm at. Zeta's in there somewhere. Rho, tau, sigma. Omega. Omega. That's the end. 
we get to Omega, that's a really busy season. Yeah. What will we do after we got through the Greek alphabet? That's the next question. 1A, 1B, 1C. <laughs> Could you imagine, though? My goodness. Well, hey, uh, you guys want to wrap this up? Yeah. yeah. I'm just now looking at the temperature. It's 96 in Peoria. Ugh. I left my water bottle. This is at 115 on July 5th, 2022. I do believe that we broke, you'll have to confirm this with me, uh, highest low temperature. Peoria was at 78 this morning. Oh, for a low? 77. Oh, I, like, I like doing this. Let's take a look. Cue the Jeopardy music, please. I think that's copyrighted there, ma'am. Hey, we're a Jeopardy station. That's right. I'm just saying. I have no idea. Let's see here. Uh, You said highest? Highest low. Highest low. We The lowest I saw Peoria get this morning was 78. That's gross. Mm -hmm. That's basically a day. Ugh. I love summer. I don't like the heat. It was 80 degrees before the sun was even up. Daily maximum. Here we go. What's today? July 5th. Oh, wait. Those are monthly stats. Well, the highest for the month of June or July. Sorry. What month are we in? The highest is 80. We did not beat that. Back in 1892, that's the highest for all of July. Let's see if I can find it for the day. Highest low? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking. The best is when you look at the lowest highs. I've seen, Uh, I mean, that that happens. I don't want to look at that. Min temp, daily maximum. Yeah, here you go. I found it. All right. July 5th. 77 set back in 1994 we got 78 that's what i saw this morning was the lowest well there you go we set a record daily high highest minimum low temperature highest low yeah a record max min <laughs> not to confuse anybody but no no not at yeah, all no it is the warmest low temperature of and the state boy did it feel like it dude that's that just makes a grown man cry and that's why the AC is running right now. Dude. We're trying to save on the AC. It's hard. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I am going to. You want to see a grown man cry? Wait till, wait till I see my electric bill this month. <laughs> it's going to. Yep. That will do it. <clears throat> I'm going to be I may right need, there with I may you. need some help and take some sick time just to cope. <laughs> well, if I, I'm wishing I was a. Uh... <laughs> My might well, keep in mind my wife's at home all day, so it's not like we have an opportunity to just nobody's home, just let it warm up a little bit. Yeah. She's stuck at home with the kids and so they've gotta stay cool. Now she has she bumped it up I think to seventy three, which for her is is quite warm and uncomfortable. So she's she's me she's doing her best. But That's what my place is set at. We've got day. fans everywhere to do we could use a de- we could use another dehumidifier. We have one in our basement, we could use one for the upstairs. Yeah. I, uh, I've got it set to 71, 72 right now because I'll wake up in the morning. It's a little too cool, and I'll warm it up, and it's a little too warm. Yeah, there's no happy medium. No. Mm-mm. No happy medium. There is, ah, this is tolerable. All right. Well, hey, this is uh, early July, I believe, is uh, typically Central Illinois' hottest time of year. So do your best. Stay well hydrated. Drink plenty of water. Uh, don't be uh, overexerting yourself. I don't think most of us don't need to, don't have to tell you that. 
but if you're going to do some exercising outdoors, do so in the morning or evening. And please don't leave your pets or your children in a car. I think the deaths are up to five in the country now this year, mm. maybe more. Uh, so please just be careful. Don't walk your four-legged friends on the concrete. Nope. Those concrete temps, easily 110, 120 degrees. So be careful for their little paws and uh, stay safe. All right. Let's wrap this up, guys. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. It's nice to see you guys in person again. Yeah. woo We'll do this again. Adam. Hi. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I was uh, getting a Midwestern, uh, Midwestern comment. Midwestern comment? Yeah. Well, let me see what that... Wouldn't be so bad without the humidity. It was literally saying it's not so bad without the humidity during a Midwest summer is like saying Mars is really nice this time of year if I could just breathe. It, even even here, if you could just breathe, because it's so heavy outside. Midwest, it is heavy. Midwest versus everybody. That's where I got it from. They always say it's a dry heat out west. Have you? Yeah. Do you prefer dry heat? I do. I I don't like this humidity. No. no, they say the humidity is better on the skin though, which is true. I would by this time of year. I always had bloody knuckles out west, so I'll take it. There you go. All right, you guys have a good day. <laughs>